Welcome back to the Garcia Diaries Unfiltered. I'm your host, Bethany Garcia, and I'm sitting here with my husband slash co-host, not so much nurse anymore, Anthony Garcia. Hola. So let's get right into it. So last week we gave some advice to someone and I sat with it for a couple of days. So I'm going to retract on my advice and I'm going to say, deny, deny, deny. If those people did not record audio of you confessing to cheating, if they don't have proof, you didn't do it. Say they made it up. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, we have lots of advice for you today, but we're going to get into that a little bit later. So if you... If you <laughs> <laughs> what? If you haven't met with the teacher, the dean, or whatever they're called, what are they called in college? Professor. Professor. Just deny. You, didn't do, you don't know what they're talking about. They're crazy. Deny, deny, deny. All right. We got to get into this Kiki Palmer shit because everyone has been sending me all these memes and the music video. So I watched, did you watch the music video of the new Usher song, Boyfriend? I did not watch it. I saw the the article headline. I read the little description and I just kind of moved on. Kiki Palmer is the most petty person that I have ever seen in the celeb world. And I, maybe not quite so much as Taylor Swift, but I am living for every second of it. So after... She broke up with her boyfriend because he called her out for wearing a certain outfit at the that the Usher show. He wasn't even we have to go over this again. Like he wasn't even mad that she was grinding on him or whatever. Maybe no, he, was he, so, probably, he was, probably was. But mad. what he called her out for was her outfit. He said that outfit, though, it's the outfit. You a mom. OK, to you be, a mom. To be fair, though, you as men. We can never just come out and say what we want to say. We, also, we always got to beat around the bush and like. But we can't assume that we know because all we know is what he put out there and what she's put out there. Oh, yeah. And that but, is that he was outfit shaming but her based for being on a what, mom. Based on what he put out there, I can 1000% tell you without this being confirmed, he was upset about the whole thing. It wasn't yeah. just the outfit. But so, so sometimes anyway. when you're <laughs> picking and choosing how you want to go about things, you have to say the least controversial upsetting thing yeah i don't agree with his method but i there's been times where i'm like damn i gotta get some shit off my chest but i can't really get it off my chest so i gotta kind of like beat around the bush until we get to that point so i can i can understand why he did what he did but i'm gonna say he was upset about the whole thing it was not just what she was wearing okay so kiki palmer stars and usher's new music video for his song boyfriend and I watched it and I was living for the pettiness of it all. At the In the ending scene, she basically says like, oh, I got to get up out of bed. Da, da, da. And she looks at the camera and she's like, because after all, I am a mother. And like winks at the camera. Ooh, okay. So it was like, it wasn't like subliminal, like, oh, Kiki Palmer's now starring in a music video with Usher. It was legit her referencing the scandal. And I just, I love it. I love it so, so you, much. You, you, you like it. Yes. So I think, I think I'm going to ruffle some feathers here. Let's go. I was, ro- I was rocking with Kiki because, you know, the, the, the baby daddy put it out there. He put this negative energy into the world. Yes, he's the one that put and it all so out there. And so she was on the defense, right? The situation died down. I'm going to, you, 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 you. What did she word. do? What did she do on the defense? I'm curious. Just defended herself. But like they went back and forth on social media, did they not? Mm. Started by him. 
I don't know if they went back she, and forth I know publicly. she put some posts up, but or maybe not back and forth, but she did some subliminals. I think he was the only one that really commented on it publicly. And I'm pretty sure this is her first public. I, this, this, I remember there's some posts, something. Okay, mm. But anyways, whatever she did post his tweet, I'm all for. Because look, you put this out there. Yes. So however this goes, how it's, how, it's how it goes. I was rocking with her. You used this word many years ago and I fucking hate it. But I'm going to use it now. The what about isms. I don't like this because if it were a man doing this to it, and I'm not going to, I know your answer and I fucking hate this answer. <laughs> but if the sh- the roles were reversed, he'd be getting mar- murdered. And oh, he's so. That this- is what about ism. But no, I'm, that's, I'm using it is what I'm saying. I, I don't like the what no. about ism, that, but I'm using it in this situation. What about if the roles were reversed, he, there would not be praising this man for the petty. And also, you've come on here and said, well, at the end of the day, like, the kids are what matters most. Let this shit die. Why go on? You're, that's, at the end of the day, that's your child's father forever. Let that shit die. Don't do the Usher video. Just move on with your life. You're already winning. Everyone had your back. If the roles were reversed, people would not be applauding this man for his level of pet. And they'd be like, oh, you're a piece of shit. This is why men ain't shit. That, that's, what, that's what would be said. So I'm not rocking with Kiki Palmer on this. Let that shit die. No matter how you feel, at the end of the day, that is the person you decided to have a kid with. So why stir that shit up? The kid now, for the rest of his life, can watch this Usher video with his mom taking shots at his dad. That's what I don't like. What do you have to say? I'm just dying. We can't reverse the rules because that's what patriarchy is. That's what... So then don't don't women have been put down for centuries upon centuries. So anything that women do now against men to me is just reparations. So then it's just time for it, you know, and I'm always going to be on a woman's side versus a man's. And I know that's what you hate because you're more you more so go off the situation and your morals and all that stuff. But honestly, like I'm applauding Kiki because she is a woman fighting back at her petty ass low level boy no he's not he's actually pretty cool but like he's fucking low on the ground to me because calling out your baby mama on social media publicly and putting her down is so messed up i agree anything she does from this point forward to be petty about that situation is just like he fucking deserves it we've put quite a few episodes out since that episode so i'm like that shit was dead and gone but at the same time, like things take time as far as producing music videos. Like she could have literally filmed that the next day and now it's coming out. But this kind of reminds me of, you know, Scandaval was Vanderpump Rules, how Ariana was the one that was so badly wronged. And because of it, she got all of these brand deals and commercials and endorsements. And she's like really getting her bag. And I love that for her. I think this is similar in the way that When something bad like this happens publicly, there's a lot of people like consumerism, you know, we're all going to jump on it and try to get these people to endorse certain people or products, anything to get them paid. So I don't wrong Kiki Palmer whatsoever for getting her back because of a public situation. She was humiliated. She was humiliated by the person she probably loved most in the world. But everyone, everyone took her side. Everyone had her back. In social media wars, there's always... It doesn't matter. Also, I think most celebrities don't even have social media. Kiki Palmer has social media. She's responded. There's been... I'm just saying, Kiki Palmer is one of those that uses social media and sees what's being said about her. 
verified. How do you know that? The shade room, they'll they'll post. Oh, look at Kiki Palmer t- uh, commented back at. They, they do shit like okay, that. Okay, well, I'm just saying that she's getting her bag, and maybe this is the end of it all, and this is her saying her final piece. But you, you it can't was the sit on this platform. Way to do it. It was the perfect way to do it. Going on. The like okay, this is what's so crazy about celebrities too, and we'll kind of get into this when we talk about Drake next. But when you have such like one of the highest figures in the game, like Usher is, has been relevant since before before I was born, pretty much. Like he is one of the OGs yeah, in the music into industry. That, like no matter what happens, there is in no his career. competition between her baby daddy and fucking usher it's usher for who wait 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 wait. for who i'm saying like at the end of the day if you're comparing the two guys and it's you know if the category is relevancy and money and all of those things like usher's gonna win okay plus just the fact that he's usher so the fact that she goes on to usher this is the guy that started it all kind of you know it was at usher's concert now she's going on to usher's music video it's just the ultimate payback and i'm so here for it kiki palmer's be a winnie harlow (laughs) But anyways, <laughs> you cannot sit on this platform and say, oh, Kanye West, he's hurting those kids. They're forever going to be able yeah, to. Ka- okay, Kanye's a keep man. Keep that same energy. Oh, he's exactly. a man. He sucks. As someone, me, me, who lives what I speak, meaning when it comes to my kids, parent them the same. When it comes to right women, man, listen, y- everyone wants e- equality and unity Wait, and who- I fucking give that. So that's what I'm saying. Kim when it- Kardashian is a victim to Kanye West. Okay, yes. I'm always going to take Kim Kardashian's side. No, you're when always going to take the ab- woman's side. You woman- already said no, no, that. No, no, you already said that. About- you already said you're going to take the woman's side. So when it doesn't matter. we're talking about abuse, especially, whether it's mental, emotional, physical, the point is, if we're talking about Kanye versus Taylor Swift... Also, he was fucking wrong. He's just always been fucking wrong. So it's like track record. So Kiki Palmer is wrong for the video. I'm, no. Yes. This kid will forever. What's the song called? Okay. Boyfriend. If I What's the song called? Boyfriend? Boyfriend. Forever. If this little kid watches this, his mom is throwing shots no. at his dad. Like, That's what it is. iconic. That's what it is. But honestly, too, at the end of the day, I feel like, number one, I do agree that when you have kids involved, you shouldn't be putting your public business out there like that anything that your kid can google in the future that's why i regret going on super nanny but i just think that too there's a huge difference in a mother relationship and a father relationship with the child and when you look up to your father maybe maybe other people don't agree with this but for myself i always wanted my dad to protect my mom and when he failed to do so that's when he lost my respect but for my mom she lost my respect for other reasons. I never looked for her to protect my dad. Okay, listen. If we'll take it away from any name, if a if a mom and a dad, right? The dad beats the shit out of the mom. Boom, 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 boom. What the fuck? Listen, listen, to- listen. Right, you the kids are gonna have sympathy for the mom. They're gonna reg- have feel some type of way towards the dad, right? That's that's if what they it witness is. it. Right, right. Yeah. I witness shit, so I'm speaking on. See, like I said, I only speak on experiences. Now. If the mom is beating on the dad with pots and pans, you 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 feel that same way. It doesn't matter. Like, yes, Kiki she can't use Kiki, her fist. Yes, you've pots Kiki's, and pans. I mean, if it, <laughs> wow, if you're you sexist. if you and I got no fist fight, you're gonna need a pot or pan or something <laughs> to help. Your, that's that's what it is. But what I'm saying is, yes, the baby daddy was in the wrong. He took the first shot. Kiki shot back. So it's like, yes, blame has been placed. But when you react in that sort sort of matter like we tell the kids when you react to people and you stoop to their level 
you're potentially going to get in trouble for stooping to their level as well. Maybe not from us, but from other people. She stooped to his level, so I think they are both in the wrong. But if he was a man doing this, people would not be championing him. I'll just leave it at that. Agreed, because never mind. But anyways, moving on. But you want equality and you want to be... Tr- but like you can't, you can't pick and choose when you want equality and not want equality. My in order is- for us to reach equality, first we're going to have to go... Wait, first of all, that will never even happen because the world is I run hope, by men. Listen, I I can't believe that. I hope one but day it'll happen. Do you I got know four the daughters. Difference between a patriarchy and a matriarchy. P and M. That's all you got. I don't. What the? I don't fucking know about that patriarchy. I heard it when people were talking about Barbie, and it was like the patriarchy needs to be destroyed. It's like when men are in charge. Yeah, men r- rule the world right now, which okay. they always have. It's always been that way, right? And it's slowly migrating but, from and that. Everyone's like, okay, well what do you guys want a matriarchy like you want women to run the world and it's like no in a matriarchy it's like it's basically a circle and it's like villages and everyone is helping each other out and we're giving and we're receiving and we're giving back it's not someone at the top and then it's a pyramid below them it's literally a circle and it's just completely different concepts hold on hold on this is from Good old internet. Matriarchy is a social system in which women hold the primary power positions and roles of authority. Yes. That's the definition. But the difference between how they're executed is with men, they literally just hold all the power. And with matriarchies, they give and receive power. And there's hundreds of people in power, not just one. Okay, but I'm going off the definition. No, but that. Women in charge. Me, I want the right person. I don't care if you're Joe Biden, Donald Trump. Give me Jan Jorgensen. That's that's me. I don't fucking care about a man. No, put the right person in charge. Put the right leader in charge. That's me. So that's what I'm saying. I think most people feel that way. But when it comes to topics like this, they're like, oh, Kiki Palmer. And it's like, all right, guys, like let's we can't pick and choose when we want to patriarchy, matriarchy. Like, I think we're past the days of like people being like, oh, women can't be president. No, there are people like that. I know. But I think there's a smaller amount than there has ever been before. I think no, people, those people just are want, just quiet because they know they'll get I don't schooled. Think, they will. I think they're really loud on like Facebook and shit, but I don't know. Right, right. Anyways, okay, let's move on to the next because it kind of has a little bit to do with this. Um, well, this has nothing to do with this, but we'll go into the next subject of Drake. He gifted Drake could do no wrong, so what's he, up? <laughs> he gifted a concert goer a thirty thousand dollar Birkin bag. Little tax deduction, little tax write off part of the show. Okay. I'm going to Drake. So now choosing an outfit has never been more vital to me getting a thirty K Birkin bag. Cause we're like we're not should we we probably just in the pit though. We're front row. We're not pit. Yeah, we're not standing for sixty songs. I'm sorry. Yeah. The way my legs work, sixty songs. I just songs. feel like, oh my God. So you mean there's a chance? There's not a chance. a chance. Okay, so we kind of touched on it la- maybe last week, but hey, but I just want to say like if Drake wants to like canoodle you and 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 uh, give me a lap dance, give you a lap dance and sing to you like shit as long as I'm right there, you know, cheap big cheesing, we're all good. Like, you have to record. Hell, somebody better record us because I'm I'm <laughs> locked in. I'm making eye contact with Drake. <laughs> You're fucking weird. I'm hey. If, okay, so. Anyways, we kind of touched on this a little Cups bit last week. Rose. Ooh, I, I might start crying if he sings Marvin Room to you. <laughs> Is that song when we broke up in high school? Oh my God. Marvin Room, it got me through it. All right. Bobby Altoff. Let oh, me just go back the, the a little bit. Okay. Yeah. So I started seeing her videos in like 2020, 2021. I feel like the 
to be viral on TikTok, you have to be you have to really put yourself out there, almost embarrass yourself, be super obnoxious. And that's how you really can grow a huge following. And she did so by showing her boobs a lot on TikTok. And it was because when she was breastfeeding, one boob was like literally, you know, porn star boobs. So huge, like Pamela Anderson. And then the other one was like tiny and had no milk in it. And it looked crazy. And so she would show that and she would go viral like anytime she did videos on that. And then she would call her babies like concrete and Richard and stuff. And they were girls. And so that's kind of how she went viral. I, like I said, I'm not going to say time, it, but all right, cool. I always I scrolled past, like didn't really, it didn't get to me, you know, I didn't really get the humor of it and just would scroll past. Um, but like I said, I've been seeing her for years, so I knew who she was. So, I mean, she's doing something right there. She does this interview with Funny Marco. Drake sees it. Drake DMs her or follows her. So she DMs him. He responds the next day. She's getting flown out to Canada to his house to record a podcast. It goes mega viral. Now she's doing interviews with Offset, Tyga, uh, Mark Cuban, all of these people that before wouldn't even respond to her. Because Drake has the what? Put her on. What kind of touch does he have? Midas touch. Midas touch. (laughs) As Taylor Swift would say. Um, anyways, so went viral. She's getting all these crazy interviews. She's on the Today Show. She's on one of my favorite podcasts, BFFs, and just, you know, talking about how she got there, telling the story of it all. Um, we love a come up story. We and do. she looks like a teenager. She looks really young, but she has two kids. She's married. She's been married for a while. Her husband used to be in her content all the time. He's a dorky looking white tall guy. He's a computer scientist. He's written two books on computers and algorithms and stuff he's a he's a nerd and he's he's cute but like he's they, he's definitely he, if, he, they look like they go together it's great and it's just so different when now she's in drake's bed okay but pause i got pod- a question before you proceed yeah what's bobby's husband's name i don't know bobby's husband all right if bobby was being grinded on by usher and crew two in a skimpy I'm, outfit can you let care? me finish no, no, because I, i'm trying to get to that th- point but this tells a lot about a man so do you think the husband would tweet about it do you think i don't know anything okay. about him because her whole thing too is like she would basically set up the camera and then have her husband stand there and like look at the camera like scared and then she would like do all these weird dances and she'd be like do you think my husband likes my dancing and he would be like frowning at the camera like that's the only time he was in her content i don't know They're, yeah we ain't never blown up on tiktok weird. babe because i'm not doing no shit like that <laughs> you gotta take the moves elsewhere like our podcast is our only hope of us ever yeah. like moving up you know anyways um so all this to say now she's in drake's bed now she's in offsets music video where she's like looking fine as hell and she's got the makeup and the hair and she's got clothes. Look at this picture. I've never seen her look like this ever. She looks so hot. Look at this picture. With the see-through tights and the chonies on and the abs. Look at her. Her hair slicked back and the makeup. She looks pretty good. Yeah, that's that's somebody's type of dip right there. She does sure. not look like that on dick. Like it's I'm just like, okay, so it's she's changing a little bit, which is to be expected when now you're running in circles with literal A-listers overnight, okay? All of a sudden, she's at Drake's concert in the pit. The next morning, her and Drake unfollow each other. She deletes his podcast from every platform. She deletes the YouTube video. It's all gone. She erases every trace of her ever knowing Drake from the internet. People are so confused because this is how they found her. They're they're invested. 
why do you guys involve each other? What is the what's going on? But, okay, so before you go on, I'm just gonna give you my little Drake knowledge. Okay, this is not something that is new. So like, Ice Spice when she, she first came out. Dipped. So yeah. this is like a common Drake comes in, helps you out a little a little bit, and then he just he dips out. Well, I wonder now. I'm wondering why because he got listen, the bag. No, no, and no, left. no, 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 no. Well, first of all, he's not getting bags. He's giving bags. Okay. Tax deductions. To all these girls that he's putting on, he's he's making this girl a millionaire overnight and then just what? Unfollowing and she's deleting every trace of him from the internet on her platforms. So Dave Port and I from Barstool, I'm not the best guy, but you Which know. you you like him. I'm not really a fan. I don't You you fucking you talk about Dave Portnoy I li- a lot. Because I listen to the BFF's podcast, which he's on, but I don't, you know, agree with ninety nine percent of what he says but he definitely is one of those people that he's like you maybe that's why i like him Nah, he's not like me he says he has some crazy opinions okay so anyways the point is he straight up i listened to their podcast yesterday and the reason i love it is because of brianna she, that she's why i listen to it anyways he's like yeah so um i heard that drake and bobby slept together and she's getting a divorce and so i straight up asked her and josh richards is like you literally dm'd her and asked her that and he's like, yeah. And then he, on the social, the way the clip was edited, they bleeped out what, when she he was reading her DM back to him, because he basically messaged her and said, my girlfriend said that you slept with Drake and this is what she's hearing online. Now you're getting divorced. Is this true? And she responded, they bleeped it out. And then it kind of just cuts and it's like, listen to our episode. So then Bobby posts on her story and she's like, I never wanted to do that stupid podcast anyways. And now they're editing stuff to make it seem like it's not true. Here's the real DM. So Dave, of course, messaged her saying that. And she responded and said, I am not commenting on this publicly, but off the record, that's not true. <laughs> Dave obviously I'm not commenting does- about this publicly, but... Off the record. And then... Dave obviously doesn't know what off the fucking record means. So he says it on the podcast. So then he starts posting, ripping into their social media editors, which to me feels like almost harassment of your own employees. Like he's naming, he's like, Austin's an asshole and a dumbass and an idiot. And it's his fault. He's the one that edited the clip. I'm so sorry. And he's like apologizing to Bobby and stuff. It's just so weird. But now Demois, which is like the celebrity gossip page on Instagram that has like all these connections with people in the industry and everything they post or most of it comes true because they have like inside sources. They posted today that there's real legit beef between Bobby and Drake and neither of them will speak on it. So what the fuck happened is the question. I'm going to just, she was at her, she was at his concert in the pit. He obviously gave her those tickets. He she was there with other people, you know, the next day, once again, what Drake, happened that night? Drake is the guy. We're going to just use this. Do you think? Okay. And then this is my, this is what I was well, kind I'm of leading gonna, to. This is what I was kind of leading to with the husband. If you're my husband and we're living this, you know, low key life. Yes, I do TikToks, but like, we don't really go out that much. Like we're not running in A-list circles. And all of a sudden think of it as me and you. I'm in Drake's bed. Drake's flying me out to Canada. You're not coming. It's just me. Just me. Okay. But to, I'm going if to it's New Drake, York. I don't I'm care. To- Let's put someone else there. Pete Davidson. I don't know. Listen, Drake, take my wife. I don't care. Just Oh my god. No, Anthony, for real. I think that there would be some kind of like animosity or jealousy that like okay, now I'm running in all these A-list circles and my husband is not. And what is happening behind closed doors and do you really trust your partner enough to be in bed with an A-list 
rapper that is kind of known for like sleeping with everyone. And if those rumors start, which she was pissed, she responded to Dave the way she responded to him was like so because I'm kind of scared of him. I'm scared of most men. The way she talked to him was so like boss and like badass because she was like he would basically message her apologizing and then she was like well then post that on your story because that is so unfair and wrong of you and he's like i i did apologize like i that's what i'm apologizing for and then he ended up going on this oh, whole rant so on she, stories. she so was she like wants you better the apology post- to be as loud as yes the- okay she I, said I you better that. post that on your story all right so saying that you guys edit it to make it look like i was stepping out on my husband so here's here's let's say dave portnoy first portnoy is his name bro's a clown he's, he's corny exactly but here's he's here's dick. the thing here's the thing clickbait sells clickbait that's what you want you want people you want that one line to get people to view whether it's a podcast a video to click your link you want something to get people in and i understand that but when you're dave portnoy he's the owner of barstool or like the leader of barstool whatever it is yes no he's the founder of barstool okay, found- and he just bought it back so he's the okay, president so he's again. the founder of barstool you don't need clickbait you don't need to do the tactics that a young up-and-coming tiktoker is trying to do or a podcaster you don't need that you whatever you put out people are going to follow there's certain podcasters joe rogan joe budden handful of others that no matter what they put out People are going to consume it because you I have that disagree as far as Dave goes, because he has like five podcasts. And so with this specific one, this podcast is about TikTok news and TikTokers. They only have TikTokers on the podcast. They He co-hosts with two Gen Z TikTokers so that it's basically like an old guy and two young people. Talking- and that's why it's funny, because they're trying to get him to understand TikTok and he doesn't. But they have a whole social team that runs all of their tiktok clips and edits them and does all that stuff he has no part in any of that neither did the two other co-hosts but and so talking about off the record conversations on a mic you know you know better than that yeah that's why i'm so confused like why he's blaming austin their producer and he he's mad at everyone else when it's like you're the one that talked about an off the record thing on the the record right yeah similar to someone can rip this you you press the producer all hey i'm taking this and i'm putting that's that's what I'm saying is he knows better. He's at a level where it's like, all right, you have because going forward, who's no longer going to communicate with this guy because private conversations have now been put out there. Right. We've interviewed people and there were things we before we interviewed, we knew we couldn't talk about. Mm-hmm. So guess what? On the microphone, we didn't talk about them. Now, when we turn them, you know, hit record and shut it off, maybe we talked about it. But I, that's why I think it's super corny to where he's at to be doing shit like that. Leave that for the people that are trying to make a name for themselves that are trying to get put on, trying to be successful. And what then do you think when it goes to Drake happened between him and Bobby? Here's what I think happened. Drake's the type of guy who will wine and dine you, make you feel great. And then one day just ghost you. I think that's what happened. But she's married. No, no, no. I'm not, I don't I'm think- not saying in a romantic matter. I'm saying he was giving her this attention, helping her career blossom. And then one day it was like, you know, the I next don't really morning, fuck with you. I can see that. I can see that happening. Concert, if it had concert, been like no. her being trying to get his attention to be like, how was he trying to get her? She, no, no, I'm saying when you're on stage and there's 70,000 no, 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 no. people in the audience, I just think it's that well, you, she don't think you don't think she got backstage access. I think that if it was like two weeks later, that would have made sense. But the next day and for her him to unfollow her back because Drake was done. Hey, listen, I helped you out. I got whatever, whatever I got cool i I'm think out of here. this is what i think 
and it's obviously all alleged and I could be so wrong, but I think he tried something with her and either she felt uncomfortable or her husband felt uncomfortable. And so she had to cut ties. That's what so makes you don't the most think sense to Drake me. Drake unfall, you think he got blocked? I think he got blocked. Okay. I, I, and I, I would definitely believe that. And kudos to her for standing her ground and doing standing the right her thing man, by her relationship. Yeah, because, because now people are assuming that, you know, she cheated or whatever and she's vehemently defending herself but why not come out but why not come out and defend yourself on the record i just think if someone's accusing me of cheating if i didn't cheat i'm coming out and saying look i didn't cheat like i didn't do it when she's so new to these circles and this is one of the most powerful men in the music industry that can be a really scary thing to do it's kind of like saying like oh well why didn't you go to the police or why didn't you do this and it's like well because it's fucking scary to put yourself out there and People can call you a liar not even knowing what happened. Right. That's fucking scary. So I totally get her not wanting to comment on it whatsoever. Do I but secretly wish like, to know? Yes. I of feel course. like you're acting like she's just this like little girl from Iowa who just snapped her finger and bam, she's famous. Like the what's that show? The boys we watch, the little the the main character chick. One day <laughs> she's just girl. a superhero. No, this lady knows how the game goes. How do- she's got some sort of she's got some sort of celebrity to her name. TikTok is so different from like Hollywood. Right, right. But you TikTok lives online and you can be you and you can I have three million followers and never leave your house ever. You and I know more about that world than a regular person and we are no one in the grand scheme of things. But I pay close attention to a lot of these TikTokers and what events they're going to and what brand trips they're being sent on. And she is one that literally didn't participate in any of that. So that's why it's just so interesting to me to see her now in A-list circles and then completely remove herself from it. That's what I'm just from one aspect of it. Like you said, Drake is one of the most powerful men in music. Does she do music? No, no. So at the end of the day, does he really benefit her in any way? No, he opened the door for her to to go into different rooms. It's working for her. I, I think I can kind of agree with maybe that happened, but. I think at the end of the day, Drake was going to move on anyways, like he's done with many, many people in the past. Yeah. How puts him on, helps him out, unfollows. It's in the news for a day or two, just like Kiki Palmer was in the news for a day or two. And then she brought it back. Drake moves on. Drake doesn't, he doesn't acknowledge. He just helps the next person. What a guy. <laughs> All right. Um, next, I want to talk about something really corny, even cornier than Dave Portnoy's, you know, off the record shit. You're not really helping is, my men and women should be equal because all of the men you're talking about are corny men. Except for I know. Dude. Well, we're going to talk about my dad next. So oh, the corniest the... of all. <laughs> all right. I'm going to share some fun but facts about my childhood. Pause. I just want to say. <laughs> you I, know what's coming. Okay. You got to. You just got to remember this time period. It's probably not corny, though. Like this was not corny. Oh, no. It was then. a big deal. That's what I'm especially saying. Especially in the small town. So when this came in. out, bro was not corny. Okay, listen, my dad, the number one thing to him of all time, sharing some fun facts about my childhood, was music. He could play any instrument. He could pick it up. He was talented that way. He didn't need to listen to music. He heard a song and he could immediately play it on piano. He didn't need sheet music. He was one of those types of guys. Extremely talented with playing music, with writing music. It's why he was a worship pastor our whole lives. He toured with like Rod Stewart or Barry Manilow or something when he was in a band before he met my mom. How he met my mom was he was performing at a huge venue and my grandparents, Grandpa Arnie and Grandma BM, 
were trying to get my mom to become a Christian again because she had been off in Europe for a year smoking cigarettes and drinking alcohol and she was basically just a huge nah, sinner to them. she was doing a lot more, but anyways, <laughs> she, proceed. She was a huge sinner to them, so they forced her to come to this Christian guy's concert and while my dad was on stage, he started coughing because he had a dry throat and so my grandpa was like, go get him a glass of water. And my mom was like, no, like what? And he was like, go get her a glass of water. My, when my grandpa Arnie tells you to go do something, he's not sharp or mean or anything like that. But when he is, you fucking listen because that means it's serious. So she went and got him water and walked on the stage and gave it to him. And the next night he knew, oh, okay, that's Arnie Ziegler's daughter. I got to call Arnie, get permission to ask her out. And then he basically started calling her for weeks on end. She wasn't interested. And then he finally your took daddy her out. was how old? 21. And your mom was how old? 20. Okay, so both adults. All right, just making sure. You know, churches be on some weird shit. <laughs> I think he was 22 and she was 20 because when they got married, he was 25 and she was 23. Pretty sure. But anyways, music was the foundation of our entire family. It's the reason why for me, I quit music when everything happened with my dad. I haven't picked up a guitar, even though you bought me the guitar. I really haven't played it. The piano, the bass. Yeah, I'm like, glad I bought the cheap guitar too because I knew I was like, she wants a guitar, but I know she's not going to play. So I bought the one on clearance. But it was like, for me, that was part of my healing to even have an instrument in my house and be okay with that. I, for me, music is intertwined with so much abuse because if I played a chord wrong, he would slam my fingers into the piano. If my brother messed up a riff on the guitar, he would grab the guitar from him and hit him with it. There's so much worse things that happen too but there's so much for me abuse intertwined with music so when i finally left my family and started my own i was fucking done with music and i wasn't gonna even touch it but a huge thing you know in our family was songwriting and all that stuff so fun fact i've been featured on four different christian worship albums in my life, starting at like age four up until I was in, I think the last Dan, one. Dan, that was you with Jeremy Camp? <laughs> you were like, I well, can only imagine. I wish. <laughs> the last one was in 2008, so I was in eighth grade, so 13. All right. Recently. But, but hold on, guys. <laughs> I don't think you understand. This is pre-SoundCloud, pre-you upload your own music to the internet. You had to go through. And- Do you know what World Vision is? you see the world like no it's that like huge christian in like corporation and they like that that's where you can like adopt a kid from africa for 15 dollars a month or like they would have conferences and all that kind of stuff well world vision like produced and distributed our albums that's why i don't let the people know now today i can make a song in my kitchen upload it and i have yeah, music no. out there back we were back in the then, fucking studio right like, just, just put as that a out child, there we were in the studio so I don't even think my own kids know this about me because even talking about this stuff a few months ago even was like would send me into a spiral. But I've been in my healing era and I finally feel after 12 years, I texted my mom and I was like, do you have any copies of this album? Because I would love to show Anthony. I would love to show my kids um, and open up that part of me that I've just shut out for so long and just completely ignored and pretended and exist because it's too hard to think about. And my mom said, you know, well, first of all, I found a copy of one of my parents' CDs on Amazon. Someone was selling one copy left of it and I ordered it on Amazon for $9. So that's on the way. It's art. And I was like, maybe it's a scam or maybe because it was listed in 2003. 
maybe that person doesn't have anymore. It fucking shipped. They shipped it. So how are we going to consume this audio? That's what I need to figure out next because it's all CDs. Like our car doesn't even have a CD player, does it? Mm-mm. One of our cars does, right? Oh yeah, the black one. So we're all gonna have to. All seven of us are gonna have to scoot into this five seat yeah, car. Fit in that one. <laughs> Anyways, so the first album that I was ever featured on was called Deep and Wide, which is just so many innuendos, just right Fore- out the gate. Foretelling, just right out the gate. And I was like four years old, so basically, I'm gonna show you guys a little sample of this song and. Don't worry, I'm just as embarrassed as you are having to listen to this. Okay, this is my mom and dad. And on on the chorus, it's me and all the kids from church and my cousins. Look at this beat. You hear that beat? Dang, and they got they got this synthesizer. Once upon a time, 2,000 years ago, (laughs) a mighty king was born to let the world know that he loved cared and treasured everyone i'm talking about jesus christ god's only son how deep and wide is the love of christ he willingly sacrificed his life on the cross he died for all of my sins i don't deserve his love i must sing that's me guys One more time. No greater love has there ever, ever been that a man would die for people with sin. I'm just like dying at my mom in the background saying every word, like not harmonizing. Like she's just like back there. I picture her with like a backwards hat and like with her hand in the air in the studio. Like I just cannot with all of it, with all of it. This had to come out in like 1998, I think, if I was four. That shit went hard. <laughs> Like when that it, when that copy comes, I might go to the strip club and be like, "Hey, <laughs> DJ, here's a hundred dollars. Throw this shit on." I cannot. I really, really can't. And so, anyways, if, if, my mom if sends if me bro that. Bro wasn't locked up right now. He might be Drake. <laughs> like no cap. No, my dad's biggest dream was like that one of us got famous big time. Like when t- how I even found Taylor Swift was because in 2006, when her OG album came out, my dad saw it at a grocery store and he bought it and forced me to listen to it. And I hated country music. And her first album was just all country. And I hated it. And he was like, look at how young this girl is. She's 15 years old. I want you to be like her, blah, 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 blah. And then, of course, I grew to absolutely just fucking be obsessed with her. But yeah, my dad's the one that got me hooked on Taylor Swift. Um, he was always looking for young musicians for us to like look up to. So th- this is what I'm jealous about because let's take away like all your trauma and all the bad shit you went through. You did cool shit as a kid. Like I didn't do cool shit. The and next so, album was like in I'm 2006 jealous. and it was called Kids on the Right Path. And I was featured a lot on that one. And then the the most cringy one is an album called Peace. This is This one was distributed and produced by World Vision. And you know who all the other was just taking anybody, huh? All the other ones say like John, Johnny and Mindy, Johnny and Mindy. This one is J4 Band. Okay. And J4 Band is what my dad would call me and my siblings because my brother, my my brother John John is one of the most talented people I know. He's a fucking rocket scientist. He's another one of those people that can play anything on any instrument. 
writes music. I've shared some of his stuff on my stories before because he just does stupid stuff on SoundCloud now. And I say stupid because that's what he says. But honestly, he's really fucking talented. But he just does it as a hobby because he's, like I said, in his real life, a fucking rocket scientist. Um, J4 band, right? Daniel was never able to pick up an instrument, never learned anything, did the piano lessons, did the guitar lessons. So when we performed at the malls and stuff, he was the one with the egg shaker in the corner. We just gave him an egg shaker so he wouldn't feel excluded. He already felt excluded because he was the only white one. We didn't want him to feel more excluded, so we gave him an egg shaker. My sister played the drums. That was about all we could get her to play. She has a good voice, but really could not play any other instrument. So it was mostly me and John John carrying J4 band. And my grandma sent me a picture of all these albums. Apparently, in those 700 boxes she brought us a few weeks ago, somewhere in that it's like filled with my childhood stuff somewhere in all of that is all of those cds so basically what we need you to do anthony is go to storage and get all of these cds so that we can have a fucking listening party uh with mushrooms and everything because that's the only way i'm gonna get i'm gonna give you the storage key and you can go over and look through because that shit sat in our house for a couple weeks i gave you ample opportunity to go through it you didn't and I took it to storage. So I was literally bedridden. This day, mm, all right, that's okay. Okay, um, so yeah, that's all of that, and I'm so, I'm just glad I'm at a point in my life where I can like listen to all that and not completely spiral and be depressed for like weeks on end because, I don't know, years ago, a year ago, months ago, even the mention of my dad was you know hard as fuck. So now I'm just thinking how funny it all is um i want to hear your perspective on this next thing jesus <laughs> stop please. my name's anthony and i rap for god and the, <laughs> the worst thing ever is going to be when we get the j4 album and it's me on every song and i don't think i was as good as my dad like thought i was and so it's just it's not good it's a lot of secondhand embarrassment well and i wrote most of the songs on this album too for 10 years you know, I'm kind of a jokester, and so, you know, hopefully that builds some character in you. All right. As a father, I want your perspective on this next one. Are you ready? Lily Allen. Do you know who Lily Allen is? You do. I always tell you, I always tell you who she is. Five o'clock in the morning. Yes. Okay. And fuck you, fuck you, fuck you very, very much. Okay, she got a couple of bangers out there. And her brother, Alfie Allen, is on Game of Thrones. Damn, if her and your dad would have done a joint together, though, <laughs> She's married to David Harbour from Stranger Things. So she's like, you know, you know her in many different ways. But you always fucking forget when I try to tell you who Lily Allen is. All right. Because Drake, Drake just like lives rent free. Lily Allen reveals her dad called the police when she lost her virginity at age 12. Ooh, whoa. Okay. I guess they do different things there. I guess they do different things. They handle things differently in the UK. All right. Listen to this. She said, I lost my virginity to a guy called Fernando in Brazil and never spoke to him again, Lily shared during a podcast episode. I actually went missing. I went to his hotel room. I was on holiday with my dad and brother, and obviously I didn't come back to my room, and I sort of slept in the next morning. That's why when she woke up the next day, there were police all over the hotel laughing, the 38-year-old added. They were literally combing the beach, and they had t-shirts like, is this what she was wearing? People thought I drowned. And I didn't have the heart to be like, no, I was just losing my virginity. It was a little bit traumatic, Lily confessed. I didn't have sex for a while after that. So I think this is her like finally telling her dad and brother like, okay, actually, I didn't just get lost on the beach. Like I 
was fucking Fernando when I was how, 12 years old. How old is Lily Allen right now? 38. And so, wait, wait. So when did the, oh, hold on. So you're saying she's just telling her dad of what happened? Like, I mean, she's just publicly sharing this story now, but it seems like the police weren't called because she lost her virginity. The police were called because she was missing in Brazil. All right. So I get on, I get on this platform every other week and I say, listen, I'm too thick to go to prison. That's one way that I would be in prison. Because of the age or because of the country or because of you being like, if this person's old enough to have their own hotel room, they're way too old to be fucking taking my 12 year old's virginity. Yeah. That's point blank. Okay. So if you found out a, you know, imaginary child that we had was 12 years old, losing their virginity in a hotel room. I want to know your reaction to that. There's no find out because at 12 years old, you're not leaving my presence for that long yeah to go like i get it that teenagers Brooklyn is gonna be 10 years okay. old in a week in, that's two years off for us like it's just so shocking to me that 12 year olds are even having sex because when i was 12 years old i was just starting I don't to think, think that about kissing was boys. Having sex that 12 year old was sexually assaulted yeah that's true first of all that's very true she should probably change the lingo but when she's sharing this story second like i i just don't understand I mean, and this is coming from a place of privilege. I have the opportunity to be around my kids 24-7. So when you look up helicopter dad in the dictionary, it should be a picture of me because I'm involved in everything. Granted, a lot of it is brought to us now because we've built relationships with our kids so where they feel comfortable bringing things to us. Right. It took a lot of groundwork, but they, they hey, what happened at school? They, they come to us with that kind of stuff. But I'm like, Brooklyn would never have the opportunity to go to a hotel. It wouldn't happen. Yeah, because even when she's not in my presence, there's tracking things. We we see where they go. What age would our child have to be losing their virginity and having sex, and you wouldn't have an issue with it? Twenty? I, I don't know. Eighteen? Sixteen? For me, I feel like fifteen is a good age. That's when I actually started thinking about boys in that way. Like when I was fourteen, I wasn't thinking about having sex. Like. And I know so many people were and are. I was obviously really sheltered. I didn't even really know what condoms were until we were like already dating. Until you were pregnant? Yeah. But like I was having urges that were outside of any knowledge I was given to want to hump boys for sure. So I, as a father, I, I can't put a, a date and age. I can't. I just can't bring myself to it. But I'm not a father that is going to act oblivious and act like, all right, these are kids built with the same genetics as myself and as their mother. <laughs> so I'd be a fool to think that maybe that there's the, the interest is not there, that that thought is not there. I'd be foolish. So it's like, okay, that's just something for me. I'm like, all right, we deal with it when we deal with it. With a few of the kids, we've laid the foundation. We've talked about the education part of it within age right as when they get a little older in the teenagers we'll have more mature conversations Mm -hmm. i just want to make sure listen the groundwork has been laid this is what it is all right whatever that may be for you just know however i may feel personally i got your back and i'm here with you but if if that if that other person is an adult (laughs) they're going to jail i'm going to jail oh my god when i was 17 when i was 17 and you were like locked up and i was in the studio recording another album before my dad got locked up and 
the producer was a friend of my dad's way younger than my dad but way older than me I think he was nine years older than me I think we were 17 and 26 and he was slapping my butt in front of my dad and my dad was seemed completely okay with it he was flirting with me he was texting me all night long he had a fucking kid and well we won't get into all that but just so inappropriate but my dad did not seem to care whatsoever and I think my dad was just wanting me to pay attention to any guy that wasn't you which is so crazy to me like you were my age if not a year younger no I was I was a little ass kid first of all you were 16 and I was 17 but you were already like about you were in college at that point during this I don't think it was like summer going into college yeah and he this guy was 26 anyways the point is bad all around I think 17 would be the age where if I found out they were having sex, I wouldn't even be like that upset. I just, 15 to me, I would get it because I I was like that too. That's when I lost my virginity. I just would be so heartbroken for them because I regret the person I had, you know, I regret all wait, of that. Wait, wait, wait. You regret what? La- last week, you just want to out your everything and today you want to have a little modesty and not... Wait, what? What? What happened to me when I was 15? Okay, but I regret I'm... getting involved with that okay, person. Okay. I regret everything about that person. I regret that person forcing me into that situation. I regret all of it. And I know it's not my fault, but I still regret it. So I think anything that would happen to them at that such a young age, I would just feel so sad for them because I just know that that's not the person that they're probably... I hope that the person they meet when they're 15 is not the person that they're going to spend but the rest of their life you, with. you got to remember for I want you, them to explore so much more than I did. For you... Even though you did everything that you did as a teenager, you in your head, you knew it was wrong because everything you had been taught up until that point told you that it was wrong and that you were a sinner and you were going to hit whatever it may be. Right. Before you even touched the penis in Spanish class, you knew it was wrong. That's not even what I'm talking about. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just any anything you did. Yeah. So for us, the conversation is away from right, wrong. That's not even what we have, what we're having, because. It's going to happen. Yeah. Where our job is to, this is what it is. This is what could potentially, you could potentially get pregnant. You could potentially get ST. You know, th- that's, yeah. that's and where our job is. keeping our kids safe. Right. Yeah. And understanding, yo, if he's over 18, if she's over 18, it's, don't even think about it. Yeah. And that's, that's where we, you and I as parents come in. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say, oh, if you have sex, I don't, no, no, I don't, I don't, I'd be hypocrite to speak that because I did all that. But there's like I said, there's no age. It's just kind of all right. I'm not sitting here in my in my house like, oh, my kids will never. No, we've we've had conversations. We we're, we're gonna discuss things with them, and then we deal with it when it comes. All right. Before we end out this podcast, we and have- we're never going on vacation, and my 12 year old is going out of my sight. I know in like, a different country. Fuck? That's crazy. In a different country, least of all, when you don't know your surroundings or people, anything like that. Anyways. Someone emailed me asking for advice and they said this is for specifically Anthony to give advice for. Cha-ching. All right. Hey to my favorite people. I don't know if anyone I know follows you, so I don't care if you say my name, but get ready for this tea. I have been in a relationship for four years with a narcissist little man child who has repeatedly cheated on me, talks to multiple girls behind my back and so forth. In 2020, we had a baby and it all started then when I was going through extreme postpartum depression. Fast forward to now, I caught him messaging a girl while I had our kids at the county fair a few months ago, complaining about me being a stay-at-home mom, being lazy, and more. 
I kept quiet for a while, but finally was so disgusted. I left about a month ago. Now he's crying, playing victim and being crazy. He has busted out our extra car windshield. I had it listed on Marketplace to get some extra income to leave. Continuously gaslights me. And I really do not care right now for him. Most part, other than some guilt and feeling sorry for him. But I think it's because I've been talking to someone new who is 10 years younger than me. I'm 30, so it's fun and honestly a breath of fresh air. And he is from an apolistic upbringing. I am not religious at all. Apolistal? I don't fucking know. Anyways, he's religious. She's not. So I'm scared because I don't know if he's just talking to me for the thrill or actually likes me. He says he does not all the right things. He knows my situation, knows I has ki- knows I have kids, and says he's falling for me, but I'm terrified to get into another bad situation. I truly believe this new boy is a virgin, but he's also way more advanced in some areas, saying things right and has the total confidence and attitude like he has had some fun. And now I'm like, oh my God, I'm ruining his life if we continue. My friends all know and have met him. They all approve, but I can't help but to second guess that we're both in it for the wrong reasons. Also, what the fuck do I do about my psycho ex? Because I'm not the one. I cannot handle his outbursts and crybaby tendencies, but also feel extremely guilty if I ignore him or set boundaries. Why am I like this? LOL. Any advice? Okay, so you brought up religion and once bro, I mean, he's not a bro because no bro of mine busts out windows. Once man child decided to cheat you can throw all religion he's away. not the religious one who was the, oh, new, the guy. new guy okay okay full. so anthony wasn't listening when i read your advice email but I, d- I did listen but sometimes my brain can't process shit as fast as you read so <laughs> let's go back um all right as far as the man's out like i said when you when you're breaking out windows and you're doing all this shit you did the right thing get away and obviously it sounds like yes you are a stay-at-home mom but you had some sort of resources or help that allowed you to get away. Because, you know, so many stay-at-home spouses are kind of stuck. You've put your eggs in this basket for X, four years, right? You have nowhere to go. So you've left. Um, this is what I would tell you. Go slow. Fuck. Do have the fun. Do whatever. Do all that. That's fine. But go slow. Don't move this fucker into the house. Don't no. You don't. Don't have him playing stepdad to right, babies. Right, because the guy's twenty years old, immature. I, I probably was the only twenty year old ever on this earth that was ready for kids. I'm just kidding, but most men at that age are not ready. He's so young. If he is, I almost feel like it's unfair to him. If he, but if he is a virgin, whatever. We're gonna t- take her for her words. If he is, that's that's what he's want. That's what he wants. So. Yes, everything else sounds great when your eyes are on one prize. You're going to take whatever it is. But it's like, all right, you get what you want, and then you sit back and realize, how many kids? Did she say how many kids she has? Two, I think. Two kids. You realize man-child's crazy. Like, you don't want to deal with that shit. Go slow. Yes, have your fun. Do whatever you do. But when it comes to a family the aspect, or I'd go slow. And I even for us, that would be... If we ever split and went our own ways, I'd be like, look, do whatever you're going to do. But until you know, like, this might be the one, don't have this fucker around my kids. Like, don't, when yeah, you, when you have this feeling of dangerous part, because at the end of the day, you got to keep the kids first. You got to. We, we talked about many instances where, no, the kids are what matters the most. Whatever urge you have, yes, that's important. But when you become a parent and you decide, all right, you're going to be present and you're going to take on that responsibility you got to put those kids first and you can't like just go slow also 
yeah have your fun but also fuck your baby daddy don't go back to him don't feel sorry for him right he didn't he didn't feel sorry cheating on you multiple times and And doing all these things yeah listen when you've had enough you've had enough and i'm all for like all right sometimes you gotta for some rock bottom others not depending on who you're (laughs) talking to sometimes you gotta hit that and listen i was the emotional like distraught guy and that's fine but when you start to break things and you start to incite violence and that's when you cross the line. I think showing emotion is great for me, especially because I was the king of, hey, let that Suppressing. shit slide. Let yeah. that shit slide. Let Whatever. We're in a fight. Hey, I'm, you know what I mean? Then finally, when it was like, all right, this can go on no longer. We need to take a break. I was like, holy shit. And everything that I had suppressed was coming out. But I never took it. I just fucking shaved my violent. beard off. Yeah, you shaved your head. Which right? was, or but your so beard. you did the right thing. Get away. That was scary now, enough for me. Now, for your baby daddy, because it sounds like there's still something there, separate, do counseling. Right? Listen, we're not together, but if you're willing to still work on yourself and us, even when we're not together. For your kids. Right. No, no, no. Not even for the kids, because... You don't want to get together for the kids. Let's say the kids for 14 years, you have the same problems. No, get yourself better that's, for the right, kids. Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So but I don't if, think you should ever get back with someone that's been cheating on you repeatedly and being abusive but, and smashing your car windshield. So have no. your fun. Have your fun. But also, I'm saying make him go to counseling right? so that he can be better for your children. But, but while you're not together. Because if you're not willing to work on yourself and work on things without the prize of having, being able to call you my girlfriend or my wife, whatever that is, then you're not really in this. Yeah. And so have your fun. Just go slow. That's go slow, go slow. Because at the end of the day, you don't want to, for me, it's always about the kids. You don't want to bring a man in, start this life. He realized I'm 23. I still got, you know, and then move on. Just go slow, have your fun. But all the family, I mean, with sisters and on adults. Yes. But I feel with the kids, you got to move slow. Facts. Great advice. Cha-ching. All right, you guys, we, well, first of all, I don't know if I can even say this on here yet, but don't don't eat. Shh, don't say nothing. I'm just going to say, say it. don't don't even say it. If I'm it just, happens to have no, 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 no. Stop. I'm, I just want to share that I have two iconic guests in talks right now. One from a really chilly city and one from the city that never sleeps. And I'm really fucking excited and manifest that these guests move forward with us. But you guys. Like, I tell you all the time, you never fucking talk about the no hitter while the no hitter is no, going. No, it's called manifesting, and you don't do that. My so. back doesn't hurt today. Well, guess what hurts now? Your fucking back. That's because I manifested it. Okay. Anyways, all right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening to all of our bad opinions. And we will see you guys next week. Peace. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.